Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to 30 Teens, 30 Dreams, Destination University. I'm your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon, founder of Dream College Academy and College SA Bootcamp. If you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. If you've been, if you've been following at all this, this April, you know that we're doing a special series interviewing a new teen every single day because tis the season. All of our seniors in high school have been getting letters of acceptance for their colleges across the country and they get to choose. They have technically until May 1st to decide where they will send their deposit and become a member of the class of 2025. Today, you're going to meet Ethan. Ethan hails from Southern California and he is a runner, a debater, and he wrote one of his essays about Socrates. So trust me, you're gonna fall in love with Ethan. And he applied to several colleges across the country, but I think, I'm gonna guess, but I think he's California bound. So I'm ready. I don't know what he's chosen, so it's gonna be just a surprise to you as it is to me. Super, super excited. Before we get started, parents, if you're watching, please join us on our Facebook group, Destination University, where you get the insider scoop from me. All right. Okay, Ethan, are you ready to rock and roll? Yes, I am, Dr. C, ready to go. <laughs> okay, I can hear you loud and clear. The sound is good. All right. Okay, so I have five questions for you. And the first question is, share with our viewers and listeners uh, the variety of colleges you applied to and how did you decide on that list of colleges? Yeah, so actually uh, I applied to oh, a decent amount of schools. I think I applied to about 20, 25 different schools. So it was a very wide variety. I wasn't really in particular looking for anything too small, too large. It was just anything that had a really good medicine program, anything that would be able to set me up for a good position. Uh, so that's how I decided on my 20 some schools. A lot of them were well established in that regard uh, and very high acceptance into med school. So that's the primary reason why I chose a lot of schools that I did. <clears throat> some of them included uh, University of Dallas in uh, Irving, Texas, uh, Boston University, Baylor University, Pepperdine, Case Western, uh, UC San Diego, UC Berkeley, uh, and UC Davis and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like you were looking at the outcomes. This is really, this is a great thing. Not too many teenagers will take a look at what are the outcomes. So what do I mean by that is, it sounds like Ethan was looking at what are the acceptance rates to medical schools. He knows that his long-term dream is to go on to medical school. So he was looking at what are the outcomes for each of these institutions. So that's a very particular thing to look at. So awesome, very good. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, I know that you earned some merit dollars um, for some of those schools. So just share um, with our, especially our parents like to know, how did you earn those dollars? Did you have to apply to different scholarships or um, did you have to submit other applications or interviews? Share with us what you did. So a lot of the uh, scholarship money that I received pretty much came in the form of merit scholarships from the university itself. I didn't have to apply for it or anything, um, but it was based on my GPA and my uh, academics that I had in high school and they took a look at it and thought that I was competitive enough to be able to receive uh, scholarships that I did. Yes. Uh, well that if that's not a reason to get a good GPA I don't know what is. So parents if you're watching there you go there's your incentive. Um, okay so question number two is looking back on your high school career what did you do right? What did you do right to set yourself up for success in this college admission journey? 
Well, the very first thing I'd like to say is that uh, from the very start of high school, I kind of, I got up to a very slow start. Uh, my entrance exam into my high school, Bishop Almont, it wasn't the greatest. Uh, I was kind of forced my, I forced my way into the school and I was, I was left to kind of fend for myself in the regular classes. After that, I realized that like, I'm wasting my talent here. I know I'm capable of so much more. So ever since that day, I decided, you know what, let me just challenge myself. Let me put myself in, uh, in a place where I'm not comfortable. Let me throw APs in there. Let me start throwing some honors in there. Let me throw some IBs in there. And sooner or later, I have a, a curriculum for an entire year that has uh, three APs, two IBs, and an honors class. So it was really just a matter of me learning my own abilities, what I'm capable of, and being able to implement that on a wide scale sort of way that I did here, especially with college in this way. Ooh, I love this. So was that, So it sounds like there was a pivotal moment that happened somewhere in freshman year or early sophomore year. Do you remember what that moment was? Was that the first time that you got an A or, or what happened that you said, wait a minute, I'm capable of so much more? Well, actually it was uh, somewhere towards the end of the year around the graduation of the class of 20, uh, 2017, 2018. Um, I, was, I remember sitting at home and then I found out about the valedictorian of the year. And I found out that they got into Stanford and they had a 4.6 GPA and stuff like that. And then I realized, well, I mean, if they're able to do it, I'm pretty sure that I can do it too. So since I have a slightly overachiever attitude, I wouldn't want to say it's too much of an overachiever, but just enough, I wanted to be able to go as far as I can to be able to reach that same level. Even, even if I reach it or not, all I know is that I shot for the stars and whatever lands my way goes my way. That's pretty much how I looked at it. Ooh, I love this story. Okay, well, sounds like you're a little bit of a competitor, <laughs> for sure. And really, the challenge was up against yourself. You, you decided, wait, if someone else can do it, goes to this school, certainly I can. And that just fueled you, fueled you to, to challenge yourself more. So good for you. And yes, I know that your school has both AP curriculum and an IB curriculum. If those of you who are watching going, what is the IB? It's an international baccalaureate uh, program. So um, not every school has IB program. Okay, question number three is what is your coolness factor? So I think I know what your coolness factor is, but that's just my opinion. But looking at you, and obviously you know you, what do you think helped make you unique or stand out in this application process? One of the, the cooler things about my personality is that I love to really challenge myself. And going into medicine, it's, it's a very dynamic field. Uh, there's going to be a lot of times where I'm studying, even as a 30-year-old, if I actually get into med school and become an established doctor, I will have to study constantly and be able to change as the, the, the medicine uh, changes on a daily basis. So I love to just challenge myself, throw myself in there and one really cool aspect about myself is that I volunteer uh, many, many of my hours at the City of Hope. So I'm able to personally interact with a lot of the patients there, be able to talk to a lot of the staff there, and kind of have an in and out of exactly how a hospital is being run on both the weekend and the weekdays. So that's really just giving me an insight to what I'm going to experience later down the road. Okay, I heard lots of great golden nuggets there. You're challenging yourself and being able to sort of think quickly and all of these things that you're going to need to learn, need to know uh, for later success in medical school, et cetera. And then I love what you said that you're, so you give a lot of your time, certainly a lot of people do in terms of community service at the hospital, City of Hope. 
And if that's related to what you want to do later, so it makes sense, right? I often say like, don't, you don't need to um, work at a hospital or serve soup at a soup kitchen if that's not what you want to do, how you want to spend your time. Find an organization that has meaning to you and has um, other, uh, other ties to your uh, longer term goals. Um, I wanted to ask, because do I remember this correctly, right? You wrote an essay or something about, I think you wrote also about running, but there was an essay, if I remember correctly, about Socrates, correct? There, there was, yes, 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 there was. Okay, share about that, because I, I don't remember all essays for sure, but I do remember this one. Yes, so this is an essay that I kind of, uh, I didn't think of it on the fly, but it was something that I remembered from earlier in the summer. Uh, what happened was I was watching a YouTube channel called the School of Life, and they had an entire video on Socrates and a lot of different philosophers like Plato, Aristotle, and all the great ancient uh, thinkers of the day. And I watched it and I realized that a lot of his truths that he brought up, such as uh, being able to distinguish between ignorance and wisdom in my own life, they're still very applicable to our time today. So I was just astonished by how cool someone who is 2,409 years old is able to seem to someone in a, in a Gen Z generation. So I started to look deeper and deeper into a lot of things that he was saying and filling my mind with the, the words and thoughts of the greatest thinkers of our entire generation. So I just decided to delve into the topic of Socrates and I was able to learn a lot about myself in the process that hard work is gonna prevail no matter what, that being able to have that curiosity to be able to pursue wisdom, virtue and truth in my own way, finding my own identity, that's really the greatest thing that I can do. And, that, and going into college, that's really what I'm excited about, being able to find myself and kind of go on my own path. That's what I really grasped from reading about Socrates, studying about him, and being able to implement his own findings in my own life. It was really cool. Well, it sounds like the coolness factor of Socrates inspired your own coolness factor. So, all right, you guys, if you're watching and listening, you're thinking, right? Was I right? I'm telling you, I told you you would fall in love with Ethan. He's just um, really uh, an old soul, but not even that. I, I just think that you what you are explaining and how you're articulating um, the idea of finding yourself and really understanding yourself. Not many people your age um, are quite yet, yet there. So I just love, I just loved reading that essay. I remember that. So good for you. Okay. So question number four is about any regrets. Do you have any regrets looking back? If there is, if you had to, if you had to do this process all over again, God, God bless you. Um, what would you do differently? One of the main things I would do differently, I would say, is really research what type of universities you want to go to. Because what I did was, since this year we didn't have an SAT or an ACT score that we had to submit, I decided, you know, just shoot for the stars. Let's see what we can get. Uh, but what I really should have done is look at the what I would consider my, uh, my backup schools, schools that would I probably would get into without even having to try. So I would really think about whether or not those are truly a backup or if they're really just anything where it's, oh, throw it up there, I'm going to get in no matter what. It'd be able to save your money, save your time, make sure you don't even have to write an essay for the college, because in the end, you don't need to apply there if you don't even want to go there. So that's one thing that I'd really say is a major regret, is that I didn't do enough to figure out exactly what I wanted early enough, so where I would be able to save that little bit of money. So that's what I would say is the biggest one. Okay, parents everywhere are just loving you. 
<laughs> because this is a, an expensive process. Let's be honest. There are a lot of pieces of the puzzle to go into this. And uh, there is test prep if, for those who are still doing some test prep, although a lot of that testing is going away. Um, and there's all the application fees. And if you do essay camp or get outside help, you do all kinds of things. So really knowing where you wanna go and why you wanna go there is uh, really smart advice, very smart advice. Um, okay, so <laughs> the, the moment of truth is coming here very quickly. So before you say which one, can you tell us the two or the three that you narrowed it down to? So I actually had a top three and it was the University of Dallas in Irving, Texas, UC Berkeley in California and Boston University in Massachusetts. Uh, the biggest, factor that I would say is really the uh, proximity to main hospital hubs, because in, at Berkeley you have uh, U, uh, University of California, San Francisco, which is a very high regarded medical institution. At Boston University, you have one of the world's top uh, cardiologist centers. And at the University of Dallas, you have things around uh, like Baylor uh, Medical. And then if you travel just a little bit to, to the east, you got uh, Rice University and they are very well connected out there. Uh, and those are the main things that I really wanted to look for. And that's what they really all gave me. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I, just to prove to everyone, because usually I know where you're going to pick, but just to prove to everyone, I got every color under the sun. So whatever he picks, although I don't know what University of Dallas's colors are, but I've got, okay. So those are the three. That's, those are great institutions and great reasons. So drum roll, please. Where are you headed this fall? So this fall, I'm actually going against the green and choosing the University of Dallas in Irving, Texas. On a full tuition, $173,304 scholarship. Oh my goodness. This is the best surprise ever. I'm glad you didn't tell me. Okay, what color are they? They are navy blue. So it's the same oh. as Berkeley. <laughs> oh my God, okay. So I'm wearing navy blue and, and my white pearls. Oh my goodness. Ethan, I'm so excited for you. Okay, I have to tell you, I think this is, okay, I was, first of all, I was nervous that, because yesterday, the gentleman who went yesterday, um, Derek, he chose Berkeley, and I said, oh, we might have two schools in the same, um, right in a row, uh, but you helped us not repeat a single college yet, and share with our viewers and listeners why, I think I know why, but why it's important to you to save the money and go with the scholarship um, in the short term because of your longer term goals. Share with us, walk us through your process. So the main thing that I was thinking about is I, I have a very strong feeling that I would be able to get into the in, into medical school. And I know that I'm going to be spending about $280,000 to $340,000 on four years at med school. So I really, what, what I want to do is minimize the amount of debt that I have so that I don't have to worry about it. Because if you have students who are going to Berkeley and get very little money from any outside scholarship, they're gonna be paying about $40,000 a year. But going to the University of Dallas on full tuition scholarship, it's, it's really just a blessing in disguise how it worked out. Because now all I have to do is worry about my academics, be able to solidify myself in, a, in, in my internships and my research opportunities from my, my sophomore to my senior year at the University of Dallas. And it's just a really great opportunity to be able to not have the weight of a student loan on my back. So that's really the main thing that I thought of. Hallelujah. Like, I just feel so happy for you because you worked 
so hard when that pivotal moment you said, I, I know I'm capable of so much more. You turned it up and look how it paid off, right? Paid off thousand percent in dividends. I mean, this is just super amazing. Uh, your family must be super excited for you, right? Do you, do you have any family or any relatives in anywhere in Texas? Uh, I actually have one uh, one uncle, although I never, I didn't actually know he lived in Texas. So it was a good thing that my mom told me about that. But my dad is very excited that I chose the University of Dallas because it was really the one on his mind throughout this entire process. My mom is just a little bit towards the Berkeley side, unfortunately, but she she came around and she loves Dallas just as much as I do. Did you guys visit? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So uh, the, I was able to visit when... Uh, I, I got the full tuition scholarship. It was a competition between 50 of the top applicants for the fall of 2021. And out of those 50, 10 people uh, got the scholarship. So I was very thankful, very lucky that I got that. Everything about the campus, I loved it. E even though it's small, I'm able to get a really, really deep connection with my professors, be able to go to the pre-med advisor and get a letter of recommendation right on the spot. They just know who I am, I know who they are, and it's just a really nice place to be, especially for education. Did you have to interview to get to one of these 10 uh, offers? So what it was originally was I wrote an essay and they chose uh, that that essay was good enough for me to actually travel out to Irving, Texas. And there, what they did was they analyzed our social skills with each other. They, they were probably watching us from a distance or something like that. Uh, they had us write an essay to be able to, to see whether or not that was actually our full potential of writing. And then also how we act in the classroom so I guess all in the end, it just seemed like I was a good enough student to get the scholarship. And I'm just really thankful that I did. I mean, who couldn't pick you? I mean, anybody who's watching right now is thinking to themselves, I would have picked him too, Leah. Yeah, you're just, you're just all that and a bag of chips for sure, Ethan. So I am beyond proud of you. I had no idea. I mean, I would kind of communicate with a little bit with your mom, but I, I didn't really know all of these details. So thanks for sharing that for sure. All right, hold tight. Uh, I'm gonna just do the closing out here and then at the end, we'll, we'll both wave goodbye, okay? <clears throat> okay, seriously, did I tell you? Special, right? And uh, yeah, you just, you just know uh, students who are from far, far ahead that you know they're gonna go far and Ethan has, has proven that. So if this episode has in any way fueled your confidence or helped build your dreams, and how could it not? Please share this episode with three people in the next 30 minutes. Uh, again, parents, we invite you to join us on Destination University, the Facebook group, and that's where, for all parents of college-bound teens, no matter what age your teenager is or preteen. If you want to learn a little bit more about the college application process, the college admissions, or the college essays, I've created this little mini video tutorial. You'll learn the five biggest mistakes that teenagers make and the four essays topics that fall flat in the admissions process. So be sure to check that out. You can go to my website and it's on the homepage, but I'll be sure to link it here as well. This series will continue and you can follow us on Facebook or IGTV and it will also be posted on YouTube in June. So we continue tomorrow with 30 teens, 30 dreams. We're getting so close to the end. I don't know what I'm going to do when we're all done. But we, tomorrow you're going to meet Audrey. Audrey is a drum major of an award-winning marching band here from Southern California. And we can't wait to meet her. This rock star is going to knock your socks off as well. So be sure to tune in tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Just want to thank the entire team that makes this happen. This 30 Teens, 30 Dreams is 
would not happen with any without all of these people here. So thank you, everybody. Okay, then you can go ahead and unmute yourself and uh, wave to everybody. I'm going to give you a little, little, I don't know where my little horn is, but congratulations. You're amazing. When do you take off to Dallas? So Dallas, I'm going to, I'm going to be leaving about uh, the end of August, I believe, so that I can go out there and start running uh, with the team and be able to conversate with them and get to know them. Uh, so yeah, around that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you. And if I'm ever in, in Dallas, I will definitely look you up and I'll take you out for a scoop of ice cream. How about that? Oh, uh, that'll be fantastic. Dr. C. That'll be fantastic. Okay. Have a good night, Ethan. Good night.